This podcast is sponsored by Kathy Clark and Breakfast. After a nice night out with the boys, it's always nice to come back to a nice warm house with a tasty breakfast, lots of eggs and bacon and some fruit on the side. Kathy Clark and Breakfast, breakfast for everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another podcast. Today we got a special episode featuring two new guests. We got Wiley Clarkin and Broden O'Connell. Say hello to the listeners. Howdy. Hello. And now we're going to start by talking a little bit about uh, their sporting past and where they uh, played minor sports. And uh, we'll get Riley to tell us what sports he played and uh, what associations he played for. When I was younger, I mainly played soccer and hockey. For hockey, I played for the Nepean Raiders my whole minor career. And for soccer, I played for OSU and then got to an OPDL level. Not yeah. a big deal. And uh, what about, uh, did you ever play for the Sens AAA Association? Yeah, after minor hockey, I moved up to the AAA Sens. That was a good time. Probably the best three years of my life. <laughs> and uh, we got Broden O'Connell. Uh, Broden, uh, I heard you were uh, the star player of the Nepean Raiders House League A team. Is, uh, is this true information? Yeah, I used to be a huge goon out there, a goon present on the ice. Uh, always played House League hockey. Uh, also play a bit of football and lacrosse, but mostly lacrosse player. Good stuff. And, uh, Riley, uh, do you remember in the Sense play days when I used to, uh, beat you up before practice on the ice and we'd, uh, practice fighting? Uh, do you think this helped shape you into a better individual, uh, in front of us today? I really think it did. Made me less, uh, you know, scared out there. You, you were able to come at me at, uh, practice each and every day. Hit me from behind, do a little slew foot or two. Yeah, I think that really shaped me for hockey and just life in general. Yeah, I think so too. I'd have to agree with that. And uh, Fordo, uh, do you have any memories uh, playing center play with Riley Clark and anything that sticks out to you? Uh, well, like you before practice, I didn't beat him up, but we'd always play like keep away uh, before the, the drills started up. And uh, I remember Riley Clarkin was playing versus the Ottawa Valley Titans. I was out with a thumb injury, uh, wheeling down the boards. Guy gets smoked. He's rolling around on the ice, blood everywhere. Thank God he's okay, but yeah, that that goes through my mind on the daily. Yeah, that was a scary moment for sure to see Riley get rocked like that, so I guess I didn't prepare him that well, but uh, uh, another thing uh, that sticks out to me when I remember Riley uh, was the nickname that he had when he would shoot the puck with his Nike Bauer stick uh, was the Muffin Paper Man. <laughs> was the Vapor 30 <laughs> stick. And uh, he would stick out as the Muffin Man because he shot it like he was uh, shooting, uh, throwing muffins around like the Muffin Man. So uh, what do you have to say about this? You know, I never really had the hardest shot. Didn't really go in the basement and practice a whole lot. But it was mostly a grinder out there trying to get the puck, feed others. So, yeah, I didn't really score too many goals. <laughs> and uh, Brody, uh, speaking of scoring goals, you're a big goal scorer in lacrosse. Um, tell me just about your lacrosse life. Um, honestly, I'd say I'm not really a goal scorer. more of a <coughs> defensive guy. Uh, coach really, whenever I get a breakaway, he tells me to pull out. So not, not a big goal scorer. But um, grew up as a defensive player, now playing defense in junior B and P and Knights. But. Not a big goal scorer for sure, no. So uh, neither of you are still playing hockey right now, and you're uh, more focused on other things. Uh, when when you finished playing hockey, Riley, like uh, what made you decide to do this, and like what what has your life 
been uh, focused on mainly now without the hockey component? Well, like, I played double A for the Nepean Raiders my last year of hockey. And I was kind of, like, looking to come back and try for a junior A team the following year. But my parents didn't really want me to play. So I kind of just, like, gave up on it and quit. I still, like, miss it to this day. But I started playing football at my high school and just really focused on that as well as my academics. Yeah, for sure. And uh, me and Fordo came out to watch one of your games, uh, one of your football games, and you actually got an interception right in front of us. And I think you ran for a touchdown that game. So you were playing, was it linebacker and running back? Yes. So uh, Brody O'Connell's a football expert too, but uh, how challenging is it to play uh, linebacker and running back? And uh, just how do you do it? Like, I, I don't understand. You know, the coaches really helped me in my first year trying to get down the fundamentals of football and, and like, mainly linebacker, like, my drop zones and, like, what my responsibilities are. I feel like running back was more difficult because our O-line was pretty terrible. So I just get Throw a mangled by, like, five people. So yeah. But, yeah, that's once again my uh, my preparation before practice and hitting you into the boards really helped you to push through uh, – crappy O-line and get by the defense to score some touchdowns and Brody O'Connell big football fan big uh, football follower big football player too I'd say like one of the most naturally talented football players I've ever seen uh so what's your secret how do you do it uh honestly just form my game off of my uh, some of my favorite players from the Bears uh big fan I was always growing up uh, Brian Erlacher he was a linebacker uh kind of formed my game off of him his play style and kind of got me through uh my football years. And what made you stop playing football? Uh, I kind of gave up football to start playing more lacrosse and taking lacrosse more serious, and I think that was one of the best decisions I've ever made. Yeah, so speaking of being a fan of the Bears and uh, getting all over the place with all these different sports, I'm just wondering who, if anyone could play, if everyone here could play uh, any professional sport for any professional sport team and any position. We'll go all three at once. Who, uh, who would you play for? What position would you play? And what sport would you play? I would, uh, I'd play baseball for sure. It's a great sport. Injuries aren't uh, always uh, an issue besides with your elbow, Tommy John surgery, all that. But I like to be a pitcher. L.A. Dodgers, warm weather. Uh, I'd be a bit of a superstar playing the National League opposed to the American League, get some hits in, and, uh, yeah, get paid millions. For sure. And uh, Broden, how about you? Honestly, wouldn't go for baseball. I'd probably go for the NFL. I'd uh, most likely go to Chicago Bears. That's my favorite team. Uh, position I'd go is safety, maybe. Uh, get some blow some guys up and have a good time. Clark? Uh, I'd probably agree with Ford and go baseball route just because of the, like, effects after you're done your career. So, like, football, you're probably going to be a little messed up after. <laughs> maybe in the brain, something like that. So, I'd probably play the Nationals and I'd probably be a third baseman to choose for me I'd probably go uh, backup quarterback in the NFL oh, yeah. for um, hmm, I don't know it's tough probably the Patriots because I love the city of Boston uh, around the Massachusetts area and uh, I think being uh, the backup uh, backup quarterback would be the best position in all of sports because you uh you get paid a ridiculous amount of money. Like you are just blowing money on whatever you want, and you don't even have to. You don't even have to do anything. You show up, you practice, and uh, 
you go in maybe once or twice a season you you're not expected to do well if you do well everyone thinks you're a hero and if you don't do well everyone just says well it's a backup so it's just an easy way to make a lot of money and I think it'd be fun and um uh getting onto the topic of uh keeping with football uh who do you guys think is going to win the Super Bowl this year Got to go with the Chicago Bears. Um, I think the matchup in the Super Bowl is going to be Kansas City Chiefs for Chicago Bears. Uh, that's what I've been calling since day one. Been a Chicago Bears fan my whole life, and I hope they take the win in the uh, Super Bowl. Anybody else? I was uh, thinking it was the Rams for most of the season, but after the game versus the Bears where Jared Goff threw four interceptions and didn't really do anything, I don't, know if, he, a real defense. I don't know if he can get it done. So I think I'm going to... Go with the Saints on this one. The Saints are going to pull it. I don't know, actually. I haven't been following a whole lot of football, but uh, I've heard the Dallas Cowboys are looking pretty all right this season. <laughs> and I think the Dallas Cowboys are just a joke. Um, uh, Washington Redskins, are, they would have won the Super Bowl if they didn't lose their starting and backup quarterback to injury, so throwing a wrench at the NFL for not protecting the QBs. Um, but then uh, I'm going to have to go with the Rams. I got Todd Gurley in fantasy. Uh hate to do it to you, Brody, but uh, I got Todd Gurley in fantasy. I got Robert Woods in fantasy. I'm looking good. I got a big matchup against Ethan Coltart this week. Uh, I'm down by 10, but it's a two-week matchup, so we'll see uh, how Gurley, uh, see if he can do something special for me, pull it out. And then uh, who do you guys think uh, is looking good in the NHL right now since we're supposed to be a hockey podcast? We haven't been on the topic much, but uh, the Calgary Flames seem to be a wagon right now. Is anyone, anyone watching them? I've been watching the Flames a bit. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of their game. Uh, I like Johnny Goodrow. Their goalie, Mike Smith, is having a bit of a tough time right now. But, oh, for sure. Uh, I think Nashville Predators are in a, a good run for uh, for the Cup, as well as the Leafs and maybe even the Jets. I'd like to see Canadian team win it, maybe. and uh, I'd, I'd like to see Toronto win it, obviously. I'm, not a, I'm an Ottawa fan, but uh, it'd be nice to see them win a Cup. Clarkin, you've been following the NHL at all? Yeah, uh, I haven't really been following the Flames that much. I've only really noticed that, like, they have James Neal, but he hasn't really been putting up the points that he's used to in the past. Yep. So, just wondering if he'll step up his game for the end part of the season and get some points. Uh, yeah, Ottawa's not doing that bad. Like, for them to make a run at the end of the season, hopefully doing a nice playoff run like the old days mm-hmm. other than that haven't really been watching too much anything Brody? uh honestly i haven't been watching much hockey but i would uh i feel like the leafs got a good shot uh, i'm not a big leafs fan though as i'm from ottawa so i'm an ottawa fan uh it'd also be nice to see uh, eric carlson winning in a stanley cup finally in san jose they're a pretty good team over there yeah, and i just think the bruins are gonna run the table with everybody of course because uh they're gonna have Bergeron coming fresh back off the IR. He's gonna he's gonna be healed up. He's gonna be ready to go when they're uh, Pasternak, Marchand, and Bergeron is the best line in the NHL. And uh, I don't think any line's even close to it. No matter how good Colorado's line's doing, I'd take uh, all three of my guys over any of their guys any day of the week. And uh, yeah, how about uh? uh oh, you want to talk about Fortnite? Yeah, let's talk about Fortnite. <laughs> all right, so. Before we talk about, like, how good you guys are at Fortnite, who's the worst, who's the best, we're going to talk about if you could play Fortnite full squad with anybody in the world, who are you picking? I'll give you some time to think about yeah, it. It's I'm a big one. About this question, so yeah. we'll, come, we'll come back to this one, actually. So we got a 
we're all best friends here. We got a pretty good friend group going, and uh, I'm just wondering who is the worst Fortnite player in our friend group. Isaac Kelly. Uh, Isaac Kelly. I mean, Isaac and Ford are in the running for it, but I think Isaac's got <laughs> locked down. Yeah, I think it's for sure Isaac Kelly. Uh, podcast is named Kelly's Crossovers because uh, of his great crossovers on the ice. But uh, when it crosses, <laughs> when he crosses over from hockey to uh, Fortnite, it's just oh. brutal, just terrible. Yeah, it's and, kind of uh, embarrassing to watch. Like when I die first and I'm playing duels with him, it just hurts my eyes. Yeah, like I just back out of the lobby because I know we're not winning. Yeah, it's I just. just uh, I just don't really understand how you could put so much time into one game <laughs> and still be terrible absolutely brutal at it yeah so it's safe to say if we're playing a full squad with anyone in the world isaac kelly is not on even close to in contention squad. for the list definitely not on the squad uh, i've noticed uh noticed brody bernard doesn't really build at all <laughs> oh, yeah so it's tough to watch not very him. you with the guns either this guy thinks he's playing call of duty but uh doesn't realize that he can build but uh he likes to snipe too so if you're not if you're if you're not looking to snipe, like, don't play with him either, I would say. Like, it's hard. You can't really communicate with him either because he's on his phone, like, texting and stuff. It's just all over the map. Um, and you got to go to game chat. Yeah, guy's got an Xbox. So <laughs> all of us here have PS4s, and we noticed that PS4 is just way better than the Xbox. So a wrench to anyone that has an Xbox that's yeah. listening, that's for sure a wrench. Um, does anyone have the answer for the full squad yet? Uh, honestly, if I had to get a squad, I'd just probably go uh, Clark and I duo squad. Uh, <laughs> back in the day, we used to grind that game, do pretty solid. Uh, I have to take Clark and on my team for sure. So you're going ballsy and saying instead of filling the squad, no, you're going, going two I'm guys. Two man squad. Are we going like dream team or are we going people we know? No, dream team. Anyone in the world. All right, I'd throw in uh, Tifu. <laughs> Uh, okay. Nick Merckx and uh, I'd bring Riley Clark in with me for the experience he's a good builder and always uh, quick with a revive <laughs> I'd probably go with Tyler Seguin Nick Merckx and Dan Bilzerian okay. that's how I'm gonna go pretty cool Do you, uh, have you re- rethought your answer yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm gonna rethink my answer here I'm gonna go Tifu, Nick Merckx I'm agree with uh, Ford on that and uh, maybe Tariq Cohen Tree Cohen, uh, I see him on posting on his Instagram story and playing one. Fortnite. So if uh, if I'm going full squad, I'm not gonna go with the gamers because I feel like I wanna. I don't want to. I, I don't want to get carried. <laughs> like I want to have a little bit of a little bit of impact in the game and on the the Fortnite journey. So I'm gonna go Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, and uh, I heard Freddie Anderson's pretty good, so I'll throw him in there too. I am not a huge Leafs fan, but you gotta respect how good they are, and uh, they've I've heard a lot about Fortnite with them. And uh, speaking of Fortnite and hockey, did you, uh, I think it was at the start of this season, the Vancouver Canucks banned Fortnite from their team on the road. Do you guys think that this is, like, a necessary move? Or, like, what are your thoughts on this? Well, uh, the game is pretty addicting and it's pretty distracting, so I could see that conflicting with your time. But, I mean, if you got some free time, why, why not let them play some Fortnite and get some, get some wins? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a good idea by the Canucks. It's pretty distracting, obviously, and uh, you can get some hand cramps and stuff that will affect your play. Uh, uh, pitcher David Price couldn't start his game because he had uh, carpal tunnel uh, feeling in his hand from playing too much Fortnite. So, uh, absolute wrench if you're trying to play a game. Um, so yeah, you don't want to get a silly hand injury from playing a video game. So uh, yeah, I think it's a smart idea by the Canucks. Yeah, I feel like it wouldn't be a problem if, like, the guys were just playing, like, a short period of time, but they probably banned it because they were just, like, staying up all night, playing Fortnite, and 
and just worried about that over the game. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably a good idea to ban it. So speaking of um, like on the road with uh, your hockey team and stuff, recently I was listening to Spitting Chicklets. Shout out to Spitting Chicklets for sponsoring this podcast. But um, I was listening to them and they were talking about uh, like a scenario in the NHL that just happened. It was actually on uh, another podcast. I can't really remember what it was called. It was with Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick. But it was uh, Andrew Ference, former uh, Boston Bruin player, someone that was one of my favorite players when I was younger when they, were, when they won the Cup. He, uh, he switched from – he got traded from – he might have signed, I'm not sure, but he ended up in Edmonton for the Oilers. And uh, when Edmonton was really bad, which we all remember when they had all the first, round, our first overall picks. And uh, he, he was talking about how – he said the Edmonton Oilers lost and were a really bad team because of how bad the culture was in the room because they, he said the young guys didn't take uh, – being a professional hockey player seriously and they just wanted to go out and go on benders and party and stuff and uh do you think that this would do you think that uh having a young team going out and uh partying all the time is actually a reason a team would be bad or do you think that it was just he's just finding something to blame it on well Uh, well you go ahead for it i'll go next all right uh i think i think going out with the boys and getting away from the rink Mm -hmm. is a good uh bonding experience um, obviously, you know, if you're young, you have lots of money and you're relatively famous and you want to maybe take advantage of that, try your luck with the ladies maybe. But, um, <laughs> I think, yeah, like I said, it's a good experience. Uh, I, like most of my bonding with my teammates is away from the rink and going out, it's always a good time to build strong relationships with people you don't normally know. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Ford on that, uh, building chemistry and, uh, bonds with your teammates it's always good to have a good friendship with your line mates and stuff it builds good chemistry yeah gotta agree with these two about the chemistry the only problem with uh going out yeah going out and just uh being hover hung over the next day showing up to practice late anything like that that would affect the team or your play would be like an issue it's gotta be responsible with it and for him to come out and say this, he didn't name any names of people that were doing it, but now, like, the media and everyone's taking it over, and they're trying to Scooby-Doo mystery themselves into figuring out who <laughs> who was going out and who was doing what. But do you think that this, like, do you think that this is, like, a, a shit guy move by him to to just th- throw like, throw the organization and the team under the bus, or do you think that this is just something that had to happen or what just what do you think about it uh honestly i say you don't take this to the media you keep this with your teammates and you have a talk with them before and if it's getting too out of hand then maybe talk to a coach about it and i don't think the media is necessary in this situation to take it to that stage yeah i agree with brody on that one uh you gotta handle things uh within uh within your dressing room uh like my mike babcock says it's a kitchen table mentality uh, so you got to call guys out, but you don't have to run to the media and uh, make them look bad. Yeah, I think the media is kind of a shit guy move, kind of letting down your teammates. Because there's always that bond in the dressing room. You, you don't want to, like, be a snake or, like, rat other people out or, like, talk about them neg- negatively in the media, make them look bad. I'm for sure. I think we're going to probably wrap it up there is there any final thoughts any of you have or any shout outs you want to give uh shout out to the bears hopefully they win the super bowl i'll reflect back on this podcast if they do <laughs> anybody else um pray for our guy isaac 
extremely uh, concussed getting his, oh, yeah. getting back into hockey. Pray for Isaac. Got pretty, uh, he got lit up at, behind the net, hit from behind. Debatably a clean hit, but. <laughs> <laughs> we all saw the video. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like it too much, so. Pray for that guy. Anything, Porto? Yeah, thanks to uh, Riley Clarkin and uh, Brody O'Connell uh, well, coming on the pod. And yeah, pray for Isaac and thanks the boys. Thanks we'll, for having us. We'll see you next time.